I'm Lauren Green, and this is the Let's Meet for Coffee podcast. This podcast was created so I could have real, authentic, and encouraging conversations with my special guests and with you. We'll talk about faith, relationships, passions, and purpose. So whether you like coffee or tea, mimosas or matcha, grab your drink and join us. We're going to keep it real, grow together, and have some fun. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining in. Thanks for tuning in with us. This is another episode of Let's Meet for Coffee. If you don't know, I'm Lauren, and I'm hanging out with Lara and Gabe today. What's up, guys? Hey. Hello. How you doing? (laughs) Don't be shy. We're excited to be here. This is going to be super fun. They are the hosts of the 20-something podcast. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I got like these blank stares. Wanted to make sure I didn't mess it up. (laughs) So um, let's start with you, Lara. Tell me a little bit about you. Yeah, I'm I'm Lara. I'm a junior at the University of Arkansas. I'm studying communications with a minor in business. I hope to attend grad school after graduation for strategic communications. At least that's the plan for right now. That'll probably change in like a week um, (laughs) at the rate we're going, but it's fine. Uh, I'm 20 years old. I'm originally from Missouri. I moved to South Carolina when I was nine, and now I'm back in Arkansas. Awesome. How are you liking it there? Oh, I love it here. Fayetteville's great. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I've never been to Arkansas, but that's good that you're loving it. Yeah. And what about you, Gabe? Tell me a little bit about you. Well, my name is Gabe Castro. I'm from Brazil. I grew up in Brazil. I moved to the United States when I was 18. Went to school, graduated from Coker College, now Coker University. Um, And then I got a job with Purdue Foods, um, worked there for a year. And then now I moved back to Brazil and I'm just getting my life started back in Brazil uh, at 23 years old. Oh my gosh, Um, you're in Brazil right now. Yes, I'm in Brazil right now. How awesome is that? Okay, so what brought you to America and then... Uh, School, uh, school then, brought, brought me to America. Okay. And uh, volleyball, actually, I played volleyball since I was ten, so I played for a good time in Brazil. Um, and then I played nationals, and this recruiting company they kind of do the work of finding athletes in Brazil and then bringing them to the United States as you know college athletes. And I had a few scholarship options, but then Coker was the best of all these options, you know, the presentation and the scholarship and just the overall image just really caught my attention and I decided to go. Um, So that's what made me move to the United States. That's awesome. So now you're back in Brazil, um, I'm assuming with your family being closer to home. Um, And what do you do now? You said you work for Purdue? I did uh, with, uh, you know, visa situations. I had to move back to Brazil. I still keep in touch with them, but as of right now, my true focus is the podcast and just getting my life together. We kind of we did an episode about that actually. Yeah. On, you know, we talked a little bit about that, but it's it's only been a month that I'm back in Brazil, and I was fortunate to build a good emergency fund uh, while I was working. So now, if I need anything, I have enough money to survive for some time. You know, and 
until I get my life together. But now I'm just taking it easy, taking it slow, uh, just enjoying with my family, trying to see my friends. But, you know, COVID is not allowing me to. But, you know, the plan by until December is just to take it slow, kind of relax, because I had a crazy five years in the States. And then, you know, think about the future from now. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad that you yeah. get back safely and that you get a chance to be with your family again. So how did you guys end up meeting? How did you guys connect? Yeah, we've known each other for probably five years now. Is that when you came to the States? Yeah. Five-ish years. Um, my dad worked at the school that he went to for college. So I was always on campus and we just kind of met that way like crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah so it was just like crazy. hey what's up i'm gabe i'm laura nice <laughs> pretty <to> much <laughs> yeah <laughs> so well, how did, we really go got close a few like i'd say two years ago okay. that's when we really yeah. got close and started talking and then with the podcast idea that's when we truly got like yeah. very close and started even working together somehow. Okay. So tell me about like how that idea came about, like what made you, um, I guess, want to start a podcast? It was a joke you at first. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we've had a Snapchat streak for a while and we both talk a lot. So we were like, yeah, we should just start a podcast because we just talk so much. And we just always joke like, yeah, we'll talk about that on our podcast or sure, we'll just do that when we have a podcast. A few weeks after that initial conversation, we actually made an Instagram account and a few months later, here we are. I love that you're like go-getters. Like you didn't just <laughs> sit on the idea so long. You're like, all right, let's do it. Like, why not? Because that's kind of the yeah. same for me. I know when I started Let's Meet for Coffee, at first I wanted to do a blog, right? I was going to, but check this out. Like, I don't even like to write. I hate writing. Um, and I'm like trying to put this blog together. And my husband was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm making a blog. He's like, you don't like to write. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, well, I'm going to make a blog and my readers are going to love it. And I'm going to learn to love it. And I was so like <laughs> adamant about starting this blog. And as we started kind of dissecting what I like to do, he's like, okay, well, just tell me what you're trying to do. And I said, well, I just, I like to sit and talk with people, you know, like at a coffee shop, at a restaurant, I feel like so much stuff can happen around that table, right? Like it can be super light and super fun and catching up, or it can be like a little heavy hearted, right? Like we go through things and it's important to have people that you can come alongside and say, hey, I'm going through this and I need help or I need you to like walk me through this. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where the idea came about. And he's like, well, if you like to talk and you like to have conversations like that, then why not start a podcast? So here yeah. I am, kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's dope. Um, so you decided to start this podcast um, called 20-something. Tell me, Gabe, um, yeah. about that title and the meaning behind it. Yeah, so as you said, first of all, it's really important and it's like that for anything uh, i believe in life you just gotta go do it yeah. we really we were like we we started this instagram page in may and we posted our first episode in august so it took us a few months but you know i was going through a crazy time year? no this, this year? year 
May this of this year. year. Oh, shut and up. May... We're in September. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> time. Oh my god. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's uh, it. Took us some time, but then you know, COVID was happening, and we're trying to figure out equipment, how we're gonna do it. We had no idea on how to do a podcast. But also, I was going through a hard time having to move to a whole different country in this time. So I told Laura, hey. Let's take it easy for now. Let's have ideas. Let's just think of it. Try to grow our social media, our audience, even before starting. And then when everything is stable, when I'm back home, when you're back in school, we're really going to take this serious. And that's how we did it. We started our plan was to do once a week. But as soon as we posted our first episode, we had so many friends saying, hey, we enjoyed it. Like We, we want to hear more. And I think it's going to be good for you guys to put it more out there so you really get a loyal audience behind you. And then we decided to do twice a week. Um, actually, we posted one this morning, and there's one coming out on Thursday. Um, but the idea behind it, Pod 20-something, that's how we named it, but it's all about 20-something. And we're both in our 20s, and a lot happens. We know it's a crazy time. It's challenging. It's fun. It's stressful. It's any kind of a verb you want to use for that. It, you can go on your 20s. And, you know, as you said, we loved communicating too. We like talking to people. We like receiving advice, but we also like giving advice. And that's that, that was the purpose of it. We had no idea for a name. But then one day at the same time, we said, how about 20-something? Because we're both 20-something. And, you know, we can go with that for a long time. And we're like, man, that's that's great. Like, we both said it at the same time. That is the name. We're not going to change it. And then we went through a lot of, you know, finding the right Instagram uh, handle and all of that. But that's how it got started and then how we chose the name. And the purpose behind it is to share ideas with 20-somethings from all over the world that things that we wish someone told us or that we just think someone else should hear about or anything like investments, like maybe relationships and challenges and school and work and anything that goes in your 20s. Your 20s are the foundation of your the rest of your life. Whatever you do now, you're going to you know, get the results in the long term. So we want to get started right, as well as being like a journal for us. And in years from now, we can go and say, hey, we thought that way, but we changed so much now. What happened? You know, and just look back and have fun. I love that. Yeah. Laura, what do you, you have to add? Not much. Um, <laughs> we thought the only thing I can add to it was we thought it was kind of cool, too, because I'm 20. He's 23. I'm still in school. He's graduated. So we figured it'd be really cool to have different perspectives on similar situations and kind of be able to talk to a really broad audience because we can talk to people still in school and I can kind of give the perspective of someone who's still in college doing the college thing, but he can talk about his experience while in school and what he learned and how that's affected him for after school. Right. And I think it's great that you guys kind of have this vision, right, of what it's going to look like. But like you said, like you're going to get different perspectives. And as you grow older, because I mean, 20 something is a long time. There's a lot of years between 20 and 30. Um, a lot can happen. A lot changes. Um, I'm 28. So 
I can tell you that it changes <laughs> and it goes by really fast. Um, but there's still a lot that you learn, you know, you grow and you start to see things differently. Um, so I think that's awesome that you're using this um, as a journal for your own lives, but also to kind of maybe pass the torch along, right? Like you're not just gonna get through your 20s and not help the person behind you. I think that's really important with anything that you do in life, right? If you know how to do something, if you made it through this hardship, if you made it through um, maybe like this business venture, um, I think it's almost selfish if you just keep it all to yourself. I think we have almost a duty to turn around and help um, the person that's struggling, right? Like, um, I feel I'm a firm believer that there's enough to go around, right? It's not like limited access to things. Like if you're willing to help the next person, like you like just change the game completely for them. And I think that's in a sense what you're doing with other 20 year olds, you know, as you grow older, you'll be looking back when you were 20 and 21, Gabe, you're already there cause you're 23, but you can kind of guide them and be like, hey, this is what I did. This is what worked. This is what did not work. Don't do this and kind of just help um, mold the path for them a little bit, if that makes sense. So I think that's super dope. So um, what, let's talk about maybe some of the, I know you said the topics you talk about are um, kind of varied, but let's talk a little bit about um, maybe something that you see, Laura, um, I'm trying to get my words together. I promise they'll come out. <laughs> um, like, what is something that you see 20 year olds or people your age, some women maybe, um, what is something that they're struggling with right now? Do you think like, what is something that you see that a lot of 20 year olds are kind of going through? For sure. I think a big thing is comparing other 20 year olds to yourself. I see on social media all the time, just 20 year olds. Some of them already have families and some of them are in their freshman year of college and both are completely okay. But I think people, especially girls and women, see people on their different, see other people living their lives and think that they need to be in that same spot. So I know for myself, like I'll see other people that are my own age that are already have great jobs lined up and are already accepted into grad schools or have like their future all planned out. But I finished my class schedule like last week deciding what classes I was going to take for this semester. So I think it's so easy for people to compare themselves to other people and not really realize that where they are is where they need to be. And mm. where somebody else is, is where they need to be. They don't need to be in that same spot that somebody else is in necessarily. And it's so easy with social media, especially with TikTok and Instagram. And I love those things so much, but it's so easy to just be like, oh, great. They have a cool job lined up. I'm barely past my classes right now. But in reality, that might not even be what they're going through right now. A hundred percent. Um, I, I like what you said about, uh, that like where you are, isn't like, that's where you need to be and you don't have to compare yourself. I know that the comparison trap is so huge and that 
it doesn't stop at 20. Uh, I don't even think it stops at 30. I think <laughs> there's always this um, this susceptibility to fall into that um, when you are focused on the wrong things, right? Like Instagram photos and Instagram captions does not equal real life. So like you said, you never know what someone is going through. Um, and I think there's this pressure almost for young people to have it all figured out by like 23. Like you need to go to college, you need to know your major, you need to know what you're gonna do and what you're gonna do for the rest of your life. And there's this pressure to have it all figured out and it's that's just not realistic. That I mean, that's definitely not my story and I know a lot of other people that that's not their story either. It's a lot of trial and error and just you figure it out as you go, right? So um, I think that's super comforting to know that it's okay to still be in school or have a family started or, you know, like I had to change my major three times. Like, it's fine. <laughs> the world is not going to end. And I mean, I know people that are even older than me that are in this position of career change. Like, I like what I do, but I think I want to try something different. Or I was making good money at my job, but I still feel this call to do something more, to do something deeper. And it you're always evolving. You're always changing. So don't think that you have to have it all figured out right this second. Right. What do you think, Gabe? Do you think that young adult men kind of struggle with the same thing? Well, give me your thoughts. I mean, yeah, it's just going on. I'll try to bring something new to the table too, but um, I don't think it's never, it's never going to be enough. Like you're always, it's always going to be someone you look up to, but then you will see yourself and then you're going to see someone who looks up to you. Um, and looking up to somebody can be healthy and can be like damaging for you. Because if you look at the right way and say, hey, I want to be there, you know what to do. You kind of know the steps and you set a plan to get where, you know, you, you kind of appreciate where the person is and you work towards that. But then if you just sit back and say, oh, he's right there, like I can never get there. I would love to be there, but I don't know what to do. That can be bad for you. Um, so really just thinking in with the right mindset and, and going off of it because nothing's going to happen unless you do it. I said it in an episode and, you know, I had some people sending the quote and say, hey, this is very true because I, I myself, I, it happened exactly. I was 18. I graduated high school. Um, I just played volleyball for six months, did nothing else. I actually studied for the SAT moved to the United States, everything was set, went to school four years. By, I would say, halfway through my last semester, I already had a job lined up. Everything was great. You know, I, I was just following the steps of what society wants you to follow, and everything was working out. But then I was working, and I was loving it, and that was my plan. I say, hey, I can stay with this company for the rest of my life. And, you know, live in this country for the rest of my life. I would love to because I love life here. But then something completely out of my control happened. You know, just I'll, it's a hard process. And I wasn't one of the lucky ones that got picked to get a visa. Um, so then I had to completely change my life. I went from having stability and, you know, the money I needed and a car and a place to live and all the food I needed and everything from you move back home, you have to move back with your parents because 
you know, it's just escape and a smart move, I would say, to not, you know, spend too much money with it. And then now I have to get my life all back together from mm. basically the beginning because I don't have many connections here. I do kind of, but I haven't used them in a long time. As of in the United States, everything was going through so smoothly. Um, so changes happen. Changes will happen. And that will go connect with my point that I know a lot of people struggle with, you know, Laura is going to laugh because she knows I'm going to say, they struggle with their finances. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something, you know, we can kind of, yeah, you know where you are, but a lot of people see 20-something-year-olds with nice cars, with mansions and a lot of money and all of that. And they say, I'm broke. I, you know, like, why am I not like that? And there's something I learned. You just work for it. There's a lot out there you can do. If you have a passion, go and do it. Like the podcast. A lot of people would just go and have an idea and say, hey, I really wish we had a podcast. I wish we could do that. These people are doing something great. But they never actually do it. And our plan was, let's go ahead and do it. Let's not let this just be an idea or a plan, let's make it happen. So really not try to compare yourself, see where other people are, but just really think of your own situation because that's unique and no one no one else will know what you're going through unless you share it with them. And go with it and make it happen. There are many ways. I love that. I love how you have a mindset of like, there's so much opportunity and it's not all equal opportunity, but there's a lot out there, like you said, and it's about what are you willing to do to get there, right? Like who can you connect with? Who can you talk to? Um, like you said, like being, taking action. I know a lot of people say knowledge is power, um, but I like to say knowledge is power when applied. It doesn't do you any good if you know a bunch of stuff. Like you have to apply what you know for it to take an effect and to see a change in your life, right? It's kind of like what the Bible tells us about faith. Like you can have faith, um, but faith without works is dead. So you can believe all you want, but you got to put some action. If you say, I want to be a business owner and I want to do all these things, but you're sitting on the couch every day eating Cheetos, it's not going to do anything for you. I mean, except maybe make you more fat and jiggly. <laughs> Like you have to be willing to put in the work, whether that be taking a course, getting a coach, a mentor, um, doing your own research, you know, things like that. You have to put in the work if you want to see some fruit, if you want to see some results. So I like that you guys were both go-getters, right? You both were like, okay, we're this is what we want to do. Like, let's just go do it. Um, and I think you're you're totally right as far as um, having the correct mindset when it comes to comparison. You know, I think it's healthy to an extent, right? Because we all can work on ourselves a little bit more. You know, we can we can all be better. We can all do better. But it's not to compare yourself and feel bad about what you're doing. It's to say, I want to be like, not like her, but, you know, some of the the skills that she has or something, you know, like if you want to look a certain way. You know, I want to be fit like her. Well, if she did it, like you can totally do it. But what did she do to get to where she's at? Right. I think you have to have the mentality like, like they're not smarter than me. You know, they're not more talented. It's, 
they put in the work, they figured out what they needed to do. Like, don't sell yourself so short, you know, like you can totally do it. You just have to be willing to figure it out, put in the work. Who do you know? Who can you talk to? What books can you read? There's so many resources available to us. Um, why not use it, right? So I think that's super great. Gabe, tell me, um, you've shared your thoughts about comparison. What do you see maybe um, some of these young men struggling with, like specifically? It's just guidance. Like it, as 20 something year olds, it's really hard to know where we wanna be. Like we said, if you want to do something, go ahead and find a way and do it. But sometimes we don't even know what we want to do. And then that insecurity of, I don't know where I want to be. What do I do with my time now? And that's what you said. There are books. There's internet. There's so many things out there that you can learn and grow and until you figure out what you want to do. And I can give you two examples. One, when I was, I don't even know, like 12, 13, 14, 15, I started watching TV shows a lot. And I would listen to it in English and have the subtitles in Portuguese. And no one ever told me to do that. But I just kept paying attention. And then watching TV shows actually became my way of studying English because I grew up speaking Portuguese, like no English. My dad speaks a little bit, but not much. My mom speaks barely no English. And, you know, that was me. I knew English was going to be important to me eventually. I had no idea when. I had no plans of going to the United States. None of that. But I said, it's a new language. The whole world works with English. I need to learn that. So I started watching TV shows and then it just grew from there. But I had no idea where I wanted to be and how I was going to use it. But you know, I'm using it right now, actually works. Um, and the second thing is kind of, um, yeah. And, and the second thing is like, you can just build stuff. You can build stuff until you have so many skills that depends on an opportunity, you can have it. But then try different things. Try, people are so stuck to, I like one thing and they just do with that over and over, like video games. People play video games and they keep playing, they keep playing, they keep playing. Oh, I don't know how to do anything else because you have never tried to do anything else. So what my approach was, I'll try so many different things. Like I learned how to select line. I don't even know if you know what it is, but it's like a line you put in between two, two trees and then it's just, you just balance on top of it. And then you can learn how to do tricks and all of that. But then I learned a skateboard. <laughs> I learned how to edit audio. Um, you know, add a video, how to play volleyball and how to bowl and all that kind of stuff. It seems so random. And people say, you waste your time with so many weird, random things. But I think that just brings a lot of diversity into your brain. And then when you're stuck with a situation and you don't know what to do, you kind of have so many, you know, back thoughts in your mind that you can kind of use that to figure it out. And I've been through so many situations that I have no idea I was going to go through, but somehow I made it, you know, and yeah. it's just like trying new things. And then you keep trying, keep trying until you find something you love, like volleyball for me. I used to swim, swim. I love swimming, but I had to stop because of ear infections. 
And I was devastated when I had to stop because I loved it. And then I started playing soccer. It didn't work too well. I started skateboarding. It didn't work too well. I mean, it worked, but it wasn't going to be a career. But then that's when I tried. My mom was like, hey, your school is going to start offering volleyball classes. Go ahead. Try it out. And I was like, well, I might give it a try. And then I didn't know, but I was just trying something new. But volleyball was what paid my school. Like, that's how I got my college degree was because when I was a kid, I just decided to open my mind and try something new. And then that opened huge opportunities. So I'm, I say I'm thankful for volleyball for everything that happened after the day I started playing because everything somehow is connected um, to volleyball. So just my tip or just answering your question is people are afraid of trying new things or lazy sometimes. Um, but if you go ahead and do something new and keep trying, keep trying to find something you love, it's you're going to succeed. There's consistency. You know, there's there's no way to go wrong. It can be hard, but it's not going to be wrong. And then one day you're going to make it. I like that. And I think, um, like you said, it all kind of goes together. You know, God works it all for our good, right? So, Lara, I know that you um, are... A communications major. So tell me a little bit about your um, your input with this topic about, you know, he said that some young men, I think maybe everyone actually, this isn't just men or women, but everyone at a certain point in time feels like, I don't know what to do. I feel insecure and I got to figure this out. Like, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? How did you maybe navigate that season? Yes, I've changed majors three times, so I've been there. There you go. Um, <laughs> there you have I, it, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I started what as a happened? business major. That didn't last long. Um, I was in a journalism major focusing in advertising and public relations. That didn't last long. Now I'm a communications major because I figured it's broad enough that I can kind of figure it out while I'm still going through college. Um what's actually given me the most clarity that I feel like I've ever gotten about like what I want to do with my future is doing this podcast. Um, everything we've been, I've loved doing. So the branding part of it, the figuring out the new editing stuff, the planning for the future, all of those things is just like what I love doing. And I also stand by that it's what got me my internship with a startup company this next fall. So it's that's kind of where I want to go with my future in like starting um, my own company one day or going into rebranding for other companies, whatever that may be. But that because we started something, that's what I've gained clarity about of what I want to do with my future. Um, and so I think the biggest thing I tell people is don't be afraid to change your major. And if you want to do something, just do it. Um, yes, those are, that's kind of my take on f not knowing what to do and trying to just kind of navigate that. Also just having people that really, you can really talk to about it. I call my parents probably 17 times a day. Every time I hang up with my mom, I'm like, okay, I'll call you back in like 24 minutes. Um, just because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Basically. Um, but also, yeah, but also having good community groups and friends that you can kind of lean on to talk to whenever you're struggling with, I don't know what I'm doing with my life right now, that will really be able to support you and will support whatever decision you make. I think that's really important to have. 
You guys are touching on so many like important things and I'm here for it. I love it all because like you said, um, I think it's important to have people that you can call um, for advice, right? Your parents, someone older, someone that's been through it. Um, and I think it's important that you have friends that are at your level. I think you touched on it, Gabe, where you know, you're know you gonna look up to somebody and then there's gonna be someone that looks up to you. So I think it's important to have all three. I need someone to look up to and I that I can call when I'm going through stuff and I don't know what to do and I need your help, I need your wisdom right? Then you have someone on your level that you can go through it with. Like you're on the same level as me. You know what I'm talking about. And then someone that's maybe looking up to you that is go that might go through what you're going through that kind of needs help and needs some guidance. So I think that's super important. And you said a really good thing about you didn't gain clarity until you started the podcast, until you actually took the steps and started doing something. I think your calling or the thing that you're meant to do very rarely shows up in this one aha moment, right? Like there's very few people that can say, I wanted to be a doctor when I was like three and I've always wanted to be a doctor and I never wanted to be anything else. Or I always wanted to be a performer. You know, there's very few people that can say like, since I was a baby or since I was in elementary school, I just knew that that was my thing. Most times for most people, it's not like that at all. It's like little bits of aha moments, little bits of light bulbs going off as you do different stuff, as you try different things. Um, you gained clarity once you put your thoughts into action. Sometimes you don't know. It could work out, it might not work out, but you won't know unless you try. So you have to put, again, like that knowledge into action to be able to see the results, to be able to maybe gain some clarity, to maybe figure something out and that'll get you closer. I know for me, I was kind of in that same boat and I'm like a good eight years older than you. You know what I'm saying? So I was unsure of my voice. I was unsure of the things that I really wanted to talk on, you know, like what's my niche, right? Everybody's like, you gotta pick a niche or a niche or tomato, tomato, right? Like. You gotta, you have to like <laughs> hone in on these things. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what that is. But I did know that I didn't wanna be stagnant. I didn't wanna just sit and wait for something to like pop up on my lap. Cause I know it doesn't work like that. Um, so I just started this podcast, you know, and I just started doing episodes and talking to different people. And as I do it, I'm learning my voice. I'm learning the things that I love to talk about. I'm learning. Um, how to make it better and how to grow through it. So you have to put it into action. So I love that you said, just start, just switch it up. You got to take baby steps in those directions. Um, I do want to say, if you are in a space where you're trying to figure it out, a book that helped me is called Find Your Why by Simon Sinek. And that really helped me um, kind of find... Not, I wouldn't say find maybe like my purpose, but it got me going in the right direction. Um, and that really helps you figure out why you do the things you do, why you think the way you think, you know, find your purpose. So if you're looking, if you're interested and you're trying to figure out your thing, Find Your Why by Simon Sinek, I highly recommend because that was kind of like the starter that really got me going um, when I was really struggling in that area. Um, 
I do want to ask you guys maybe for a piece of advice or some encouragement for a 20 something year old that might be listening. Um, we talked about a lot of good stuff, you know, like having people around you, mentors, um, not comparing yourself, you know, what to do when you feel stuck or when you feel like you don't know um, what your purpose is or what you're supposed to be doing. Give me maybe like your final thoughts, maybe just like this finishing statement, this last bit of encouragement. Laura, we'll start with you. Um, what piece of advice or what encouragement do you have maybe to a 20 something year old woman that might be listening? I think this is kind of more geared towards college, people in college. Um, but the biggest thing that I think I've learned in the last two years being in college is it's a scary time of a lot of unknown. But the best things that have come out of my life so far are the things that I just took a leap and went into the unknown about. Whether that was joining a specific club, some of my best friends came out of those. Um just texting someone on your floor, like, does somebody want to go eat with me? Whatever that may be, like, put yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and you'll see the rewards from it. Even if it's not the best thing to ever happen to you, you'll at least learn from that experience. So I think embrace the unknown is something that I think is really important, especially for 20-somethings. Yeah, I think... Um... That's definitely a good point. Like um, you, it's not going to be comfortable ever. <laughs> There's always going to be something challenging or stretching you. I mean, like Gabe, like he had his whole life planned out. So he thought, you know, until um, it kind of got switched up, right? He had to pivot. He had to, you know, basically start all over. It's like, I thought I was going to be doing this, but now this is my situation. Um, and I think it's important to be grateful in that situation, right? To look at the bright things on the positive side. Um, but you have to be flexible. Life isn't always going to go as planned. Um, things are going to change very frequently. Um, but lean in, lean into that uncomfortable stuff and embrace it because um, that's life and that's how life goes. So Gabe, tell me maybe a final thought for, for you. What do you have for anyone, maybe a 20 something guy that's listening. Yeah, a um, few things. Don't expect something to happen unless you do something for it. You know, that's what we discussed about. You want something, you gotta go get it. No one's gonna do it for you. Right. Uh, don't think you have it all figured out because, you know, and don't even think you need to know certain things by certain age, by certain time, because life will teach you whatever you need to learn, whatever time you need to learn it. it. It's like that with everyone. Like some people get married at 20 years old. Some people never get married. So you don't even need to worry about that unless it's about to happen with you and be open for opportunities. Just go go get it. I had so many yeah. thoughts in my mind, but you know, yeah, it's I have hard so many more I could talk about, but. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to put in words, just simple things because life is confusing it's crazy and it's gonna it's gonna be challenging but you will make it you will make yeah, it yeah i love that you will make it and go get it you know i feel like the world is mm -hmm. ours right and i think that's the beauty of 
20 something because if you're conditioned for long enough, you get to 30 and 40 and maybe those dreams die. Maybe they don't flourish. Maybe you feel like it's not possible. And I think that's the beauty of 20 something. 20s experiment, like go get it. If you want it, like it's there and it's yours to be had. Put in the work, connect with the right people and you know, make it happen. D create the life that you desire, right? So I think that's super good. Laura, what else you got? I know you said you have, she's like, I have so um, many things. I'm here for it. I thought totally. about this because I saw some of the comments pop up from Olivia and that's one of my best friends. Um, hey girl, hi Olivia. But the way I met her is through a church small group. And so my like advice with that is back to the putting yourself out there and going to join stuff like that, but also finding a strong community to always be there for you no matter what you're going through and that won't judge you and will just be there to support you, I think is super, super important to get through your 20s. And those are the people that will be able to be with you from whenever you meet them till however long you need them there for. Absolutely. <laughs> we are, um, we were designed to be in relationships right? We weren't made to go through life alone by ourselves. Like that is not the way to do it. And if you've been going through life by yourself, I'm here to tell you, you're doing it wrong. You need to find a tribe. You need to find people in your corner um, that are going to uplift you and encourage you and help you get through um, these seasons. So definitely a good point. And I totally agree. Why don't you guys tell us, um, Gabe, I'll let you take care of this. Let us know um, where they can find you? How can they follow and be a part of the Pod Twenty Something community? Yeah, as we said, Pod Twenty Something is all about creating a cool, engaging community of twenty-something-year-olds from everywhere. Um, as of right now, we're reaching eleven countries, and our goal is by the time I'm twenty-five, which is in a year and a few months from now, um, we want to be reaching fifty countries. That's amazing. Um, just, you know, not, not for the number, but for the amount of lives we're going to be touching, the amount of people we're going to be helping somehow, and just creating this cool, supportive group that we can all go through together and just have fun in our 20s. But we're at Pod20something on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter is Pod20 with the actual two zero and something. <laughs> um, and Facebook as well. Uh, we're trying to get on all social medias and, you know, just reach people the way we can as of we're just having fun doing this. That's awesome. I'm so glad. Make sure to give these um, wonderful people, Lara and Gabe, a follow at pod thing. You can find them on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, you said, right? So make sure to do that. If you are 20 something and you need a community to be a part of, this is it. This is the sign you've been waiting for. So make sure to check them out, reach out to them, let them know that you were listening to this um, so they can embrace you and guide you and be in your corner to help you through whatever you're going through. Also, if you know of a 20 something year old, so maybe you're not in the 20 somethings range, but you know of someone who could benefit from this community, please share this with them. Um, so that they can be blessed by it as well.
thank you to everyone who was on here live um, watching. If you're watching this on the replay, thank you for tuning in. Um, we love you guys. We're praying for you and we're so thankful for you too. Um, but until the next time, we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>